ever get lost as a child? Maybe in a grocery store, your mom was gone for way too long. Or you were playing at the park and walking home and you realized you had taken a wrong turn and you had no idea where you were going. There's truly no greater fear than being at an age like that where you're so innocent, so inexperienced, and suddenly you're put in a situation where you have no idea what to do and nobody's really trained you for it. The panic that sets in and the hope that maybe somewhere there's going to be a kind stranger who will take into account how scared and lost you look and maybe reach out to point you in the right direction. Well, today's topic is kind of along the lines of that. Today, we're talking about a strange phenomenon called the black-eyed children. The black-eyed children are exactly that, children who have ended up in an unfortunate situation in which they're lost, they need a phone, they need a ride, they need a warm place to stay until their parents can find them, and most importantly, they really need a helping hand. And that's where you come in. The black-eyed children, they just need some help. So the black-eyed children got their name from exactly that. They are regular children from the ages of 6 to 16, but usually kind of somewhere in the middle. And they're lost, looking for help. However, there's something slightly off about them. Maybe you don't notice at first. Maybe it doesn't become apparent until later on. Or maybe their face was just obstructed from view. But suddenly, you notice when you're speaking to them that in place of where their pupils should be is just deep blackness. Their eyes are just completely shrouded in darkness. And you realize that what you're looking at is probably not human. So the black-eyed children, they kind of have an MO. What they like to do is, like I said, look for help. The black-eyed children were first supposedly spotted in the 70s but we didn't really hear about instances in which we saw them until the 90s. So what I mean by that is, retroactively, people came forward and said, oh yeah, I saw those things, but it was way back in the day. So what the black-eyed children do is, they show up somewhere. Typically your house or your car. Something that is yours, that they could be let inside of. They want inside for whatever reason. Maybe they need to call their parents. Maybe they're just waiting on their parents for a ride or to come pick them up. But either way, they need shelter. They need your help. So they come knocking on your door or your car window just looking for answers, looking for help. Now, of course, most people when they see kids looking for help aren't going to say no. They're going to hear them out in a way that they wouldn't have done if they were an adult stranger. However, sometimes people notice that these kids are a little bit different. Some people say that they're in clothes that are kind of old, possibly Victorian era, because of course, that is just the creepiest era of clothes for children to wear. But most people say that the kids are just wearing black hoodies. So just like what I'm wearing right now. (laughs) So they look pretty normal, especially when they're first approaching you. They also are known to be very persistent. They need your help. They need you to let them in. Similar to a vampire, it seems as though they can't cross the threshold until you've given them permission to do that. 
Now, one reason why somebody might pause upon giving them entrance to their home or their car is because although people don't typically feel very weirded out about letting children in, they would feel weird about letting them in, these kids in particular, because they notice upon having a conversation with these kids, especially if they're looking directly at the kids, that they're suddenly filled with this big sense of dread and, oh no, something bad is about to happen, something bad is happening, something like that. Now, before I get into where exactly these things came from and why we hear about them, I do want to add something about the Black Eyed Children. I didn't exactly want to do this episode. So although I kind of have like a passion for monsters and hauntings and all that, I hate these guys. I hate them because these ones actually terrify me. So much so that I normally record these episodes the night before I put them out. But today I had to wait till the day of because I wanted to do it in the light of day on my lunch break at work. And I don't care how pathetic that makes me sound. Everybody knows these things are terrifying. I first heard about them on an episode of the Mile Higher podcast uh, by Kendall Ray and her jo- and her husband Josh, and I had to turn the episode off because I was like, yeah, this is not for me. I am too scared of this. But I wanted to do an episode on it because I feel like when it comes to information about the Black Eyed Children, there's really not that much out there. It's mostly just stories and retellings of it. So this episode also might be a little bit shorter. But I wanted to talk about something that most people don't really know about when it comes to the world of weird, because why just oversaturate the market with the same thing over and over again, you know? So without further ado, let's get into where exactly these guys came from. So apparently the first recorded sighting of the Black Eyed Children happened in Abilene, Texas, actually, in 1995, but it was reported about in 1996. It happened to Brian Bethel. He was a local there. And he said that he was waiting in a parking lot, just writing a check. He had pulled over to write a check before he would be along his way. So while he was sitting there, two kids approached him and asked him if they could get a ride to the theater. One of the kids had more olive toned skin and the other was redheaded with freckles, but was super pale other than that. Now, Brian was kind of confused about this because the movie theater was close by, but all the showings for the night had already started. So by the time that he got there, he said that the movie would have already started and it would be pretty much over by the time he got them there anyways. So he told them that. So they responded to him by saying, you know, look, we're just regular kids and it's not like we have a gun or anything. Just let us in. He told them, you know, this doesn't make sense. I'm not going to take you there. And they insisted, saying, let us in. We need in. That's whenever Brian first broke eye contact for the first time. He said at that point he felt a deep, deep sense of dread washing over him. And he knew something was not right with these kids. After he looked back at them, he noticed that their eyes had started to fully black out. At that point, he was terrified and he started to drive off. As he was driving off, though, one of the kids was pounding on his window saying, we can't come in unless you say it's okay. At that point, Brian just sped off and 
was done with the situation. Brian, to this day, claims that this 100% happened, but this is not a story that he told for publicity or for entertainment purposes. To this day, Brian is pretty much the spokesperson for the black-eyed children, and when he talks about them, he is 100% convinced that they are real, and he's 100% convinced that any other sightings that people have of them also happened as well. Another sighting happened to an elderly couple down in Vermont. They had a small home and they were pretty much by themselves for the most part. They were out in the middle of nowhere and so they didn't really get people coming over very often. One night, however, they had a knock at their door. They opened the door and there were three kids who answered and they were waiting saying, they said, hey, you know, we need to come inside. Our parents are coming to pick us up and we need somewhere to wait because, you know, we don't want to be out here in the open. The elderly couple said, you know, of course, they had no reason not to let three children inside, especially if they said that they were there just for a temporary amount of time. So they sat down on their couch and immediately their cat started to protest their entire existence. So the cat was hissing and getting all puffy and just not comfortable with it. The kids asked to use the bathroom. All three of them left at once. Whenever they got up, though, that's when the wife noticed that their eyes were completely black. She turned to her husband to say, you know, hey, did you notice those kids had completely black eyes? And the husband's nose was starting to bleed at that point pretty profusely. It was the first time that this had ever happened to him. While they were dealing with that, the power went out. The kids were still in the bathroom, though. So everything was completely dark in there. And the darkness reminded the wife of the children's eyes that she had just seen. The kids came out and they said, hey, you know, our parents are here. They're coming to pick us up. So at that point, the power came back on and they walked out and they said they opened the door and looked. And there were two really tall, skinny men at the end of their driveway. They were pretty much completely shrouded in shadow, so the couple didn't really get a good look at them at all. At that point, the kids just walked over to the men, and the wife tried to wave at them, say like, hey, you know, hey, we just took care of your weird kids. But the men acted as if they hadn't said or done anything at all. They pretty much completely ignored them. After the visit, stuff got weird, though. They noticed that cats around their property kept showing up dead. But what got weirder was after that, the husband was diagnosed with severe skin cancer and later he died of the skin cancer. So the black eyed children, they pretty much are like what you would think of, of, you know, like a harbinger of death. Everywhere they go, death negativity follows them. And it seems like people can tell when they meet them that they're not good people. So what exactly are they? Around the 1950s, we started to see popular culture shift. A new horror theme started that we hadn't really seen before then. And it was of the evil children. Think of stuff like The Exorcist, where the evil person in this story is the child even now to this day it's been so long since then we still are super creeped out by kids a lot of 
horror movies will have kids singing nursery rhymes or have kids be the first one to die or the killer or the only one that can see the ghost in the house. You know how it goes. So the black eyed children totally play into this trope. They definitely tug on our heartstrings because we as a society want to help children. We think of children as helpless. We think of children as needing us. But in this scenario with the black eyed children, we are their victims. They're smarter than us. They have an agenda and they're out to get us. And because of their appearance, it's so much easier for them to fool us. We're much more likely to take in and to help a child. And it seems like they have an understanding of that, especially when they're separated from their parents. So this theme of evil children took over pop culture and it definitely helped elevate the story of uh, the black eyed children. Now there's even a black eyed children themed comic book that runs that just tells the story of these creepy kids going around and doing evil things. Another super important detail about the black eyed children is the fact that they look completely normal except their eyes. So why are we so scared of just regular kids if only one thing about them is off? And even then, it's not a huge detail. It's just the eyes. Well, we think of inhumanity. Eyes are the window to the soul. And so for that to be completely shrouded freaks us out. It also makes us nervous because when we talk to people, we can gauge trustworthiness on stuff like eye contact. If somebody's eyes are completely blacked out, we have no idea what they're looking at. They could be looking at us, noticing us. They could be looking around the room, looking for escape routes, looking for weapons, looking for ways to out hurt, outsmart us. So the black eyes themselves is enough to make people care about this legend because that is a scary thing to think about. Something else about the Black Eyed Children is the way in which it has manifested in a way that's different than other cryptids. If you're not familiar with the concept of a creepypasta, let me break it down for you. Creepypastas are usually relatively short story, and the whole purpose of them is to scare you. Now, sometimes they're completely unique stories, and sometimes they follow a trope. For example, maybe somebody made a creepypasta about a villain or a monster that they completely made up. Maybe somebody made one about a werewolf. I don't know. I'm sure there's actually scary creepypastas about werewolves. But either way, they're a huge internet phenomenon. And most people that are into this kind of stuff are very familiar with what a creepypasta is. I will be 100% honest and I will let you know. I have never read one, and I don't ever intend on reading one. <laughs> I don't want to scare myself. And quite frankly, reading something scary seems a lot scarier than watching something scary, because let me tell you, my imagination is a lot more powerful than a movie. So black-eyed children have become a really popular trope in the creepypasta world, because there's so much room for creativity and because it plays on a lot of our fears. 
we're home alone. We're in the car alone. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's dark. There's this mysterious force. What is it? We're all confused about what's going on. So black-eyed children have really taken over in the creepypasta world, and I totally understand why. Now, while I did say that black-eyed children are a popular source of folklore and storytelling, there are plenty of people that genuinely believe in black-eyed children. Especially, like I said, kind of the spearhead of the whole black-eyed children movement would be Brian Bethel. So there are people who will recount true experiences. There are people who say, yeah, I saw them. And then, like I said, after Brian came out with his story, there were people who came out later and said, yeah, this actually happened to me previously. I just never told anybody because I had never heard of anything like it. And so I didn't want to sound like a crazy person. As a matter of fact, in my research, it was staggering the amount of comments that I saw on videos, on articles about black-eyed children where people were coming there saying, I looked this up because I saw them. There was even a person who put down saying, oh, I just came from this park in this city and I saw one there and uh, I wasn't in a car or anything though. So I saw him and he looked like he couldn't really do anything about it because guy was without a car or a house for the guy to come in. So anyways, people believe in black eyed children is my whole point. So what are they? If they are real, what are they? I think it's pretty much agreed upon as to what they are. People think that they are demons, whether they are demons disguised as children or they are actual spawns of the devil. That's what people think they are. So what people think that the black eyed children are doing is trying to get somebody to invite the devil into their home or car. Basically, get the devil into your life, let him in. And then at that point, you're trapped, you're stuck with him. In the story of the elderly people who actually let him in, that's what happened. You know, they let the kids in and nothing happened while the kids were there. But subsequently, events in their life happened as if, you know, evil had been invited into their life and now they were cursed. So, that's what most people think they are. Like I said, demons or devil spawns and that their whole goal is to get the devil into your life somehow. And they won't necessarily hurt you in that moment, but they just need to be let in in the same way that a vampire needs to be let in before they can come into your home. What most people think about black eyed children though, is that they're kind of categorized in the same place that Slenderman is. Now, if you're not familiar with Slenderman, then lucky you, because Slenderman also terrifies me. <laughs> Slenderman terrifies me for reasons that I could totally make an entirely other podcast about, which maybe I will. But they categorize him in the same way as he was an internet phenomenon who people, when talking about him and reading about him, later on went on to say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I've seen that guy. And so that's pretty much, I think, what I would call it. I would definitely categorize it as just fictional. And I think that it took off because, like I said, people read it and said, oh, I saw him. And so it kept the legend going. It kept the legend alive. 
But personally, I think that most people who write stories or read stories about black-eyed children all seem to understand that they're not real. Now, that's what I think the truth is. However, there is another theory, of course. (laughs) There's another theory because there always has to be this other theory. You already know what it is. Just say it with me. It's that the black-eyed children are aliens. (laughs) So essentially, some people think that they are aliens and that perhaps they want to spend time with people in order to try and entrap them. Maybe it's for abduction. Maybe it's just to observe them. Maybe it's because they are trying to assimilate themselves amongst us. Um, This theory, unlike a lot of the alien theories, this one has slight, slight credence to it. It's that um, a lot of the aliens that we think of when we think, you know, the big, the stereotypical tall whites is that they have completely blacked out eyes. So basically people think, okay, they are aliens and they were unable to have their eyes look human-like. And that was the one thing that they weren't able to fully assimilate to in human culture. Like I said, I don't really know what they, what people think they want, but yeah, they think that, um, it's aliens. You've always got to have that theory. Um, and in this case, I don't really believe it. I don't really think there's aliens out there that are just looking to scare people, looking to get in their cars. Uh, that's the one thing where it doesn't really make that much sense is since when do aliens need to be invited into your home or car? <laughs> because that was, I don't know, maybe these aliens do, but I just personally don't think that the black eyed children are aliens. But I know this one was super short, super sweet. But most of what you get about the black eyed children are just stories. I wanted to give uh, a couple stories. One, of course, the very first story that was recorded about black eyed children. But uh, another that just gave an example of kind of their MO, what they do. Because I could sit here for hours and hours and hours and retell these stories. But I mean, that's something where, like I said, a lot of these are just good fictional tellings where the author is not intending to make us believe that this really happened to them. They just want to, you know, share a story. They want to have a creative outlet, which is awesome. Like, I applaud these people. Like, these stories are way too scary for me. So I think that's super cool. But um, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to stick to kind of what they are, what they do, and just talk a little bit about one of my least favorite types of monsters. So yeah, I guess that's it for uh, this week's episode. Um, You guys stay safe out there. Um, Don't let kids in your home or car, especially if you don't know them. And I guess, yeah, you guys stay spooky out there. (laughs) 